Blog Talk Radio. General Quarters, Security Condition 3. Thank you. Security 3, sir. General Quarters 3, Intruder Alert. GQ 3, Intruder Alert. Well, when it comes to having the best people, I know I've got the market cornered on that because I have the best doorman right there. He lets me know. Sure, he calls him an intruder, but he's just trying to stay on top of things. And I like him. Hi, good evening. Welcome once again to Madam Perry's Salon, the podcast with more celebrities than the last inauguration. I am your host, cruise director, and spiritual advisor, Madam Perry. But you can call me Jennifer Perry, or some like Carrie Dunn call me J Mod. Just, just whatever. We don't stand on formalities with the madam. I am just very proud to be. I want to say is, once again, I know I said it last night, but thanks to everyone who has been subscribing. You know, with uh, podcasts, there's so many platforms to subscribe on, like here with Blog Talk Radio, but you can also subscribe to my podcast and pretty much everybody else's on iTunes, Apple iTunes, or Stitcher, Podcast FM, Last FM, uh, I think Blueberry there's probably a whole lot more that are somewhere making uh, making a little bit of change off of me that I don't even know about. But anyway, when you subscribe and when you share and when you listen and download, of course, the downloads are at no cost, you help me to continue to bring so many great guests like I've had recently and like I've got coming up in the near future and like I've got tonight. Uh, but first, to give some news, you know, we had Mae McCarthy on last uh, a few weeks ago, the first time she was on, she was talking about finance, and uh, this time she was on a few weeks ago talking about forgiveness and about neuroimaging uh, done by a doctor who helped her with the book or co-wrote the book with her about how forgiving can actually make uh, you less stressed, make you smarter, and then I guess it just frees up your brain to um, think of things you should think of instead of harboring a grudge and so forth, but forgiveness making you much smarter, and uh, I love her, and she also said if you go to her website, Mary T. McCarthy, M-C-C-A-R-T-H-Y dot com, uh, she will give you the first three chapters free. You can download them all there. Also, we had Amy Holland, and I believe she's a, you know, she's a singer and songwriter and musician, and uh, we loved having Amy on. I think she's still on tour right now. She's uh, <laughs> she's on tour as a backup singer for her husband, who she met when he was hired by the record company as her piano player. 
Uh, but of course, we all know and love him, Michael McDonald from the Doobies and, and Steely Dan. So if you get a chance to go see Amy Holland and Michael McDonald on tour, do they are just amazing. And been married what about thirty one years? Not too shabby for show business. And coming soon, um, we have August McLaughlin. Her book is called Girl Boner. She also has a podcast, too. Uh, Girl Boner just, um, I think it's just published last week, but I got an advanced copy and read it, and she's fantastic. Also, tomorrow night, Kenneth W. Kane. And Kenneth's been on before for his work and also in support of other authors, who are published through Crystal Lake Publishing, Joe Meinhardt and, and everybody at Crystal Lake Publishing, uh, Paula Limbaugh, their marketing director. They are the most wonderful people, and every book out of there is high quality, and every author is uh, always there to support other authors. So Kenneth's going to be on talking about his uh, newest book called A Season in Hell. So it's not just a suspense horror book. It's it's also got some baseball in it and, uh, I don't know, maybe some time travel, but uh, I love a book with baseball in it somewhere. So uh, we look forward to having Kenneth Kane back tomorrow night. You know he's always fun. Uh, but tonight uh, is someone that's their first time at Madame Perry's Salon, so I know you're going to make him feel welcome, and I think you're going to enjoy this. Uh, he's written several novels. He's a professional uh, marketer, had his own business, but he's had uh, part of several anthologies or collections of short stories like Uncommon Heroes in Cars, um, and some novellas. He's also um, has a book called Haley's Gift and Eight Other Extraordinary Tales, and uh, also all the tales are by him. And Heroes, Dogs, and Cars, you know that's that's my subject, and uh, he's even the technical manual called Questionnaire Design for Business Research, a technical book on marketing research practices. He's got a pretty wide range, but tonight he's here to talk about his brand new book, uh, uh, a novel uh, called Caitlin's Mooring, and his name is Carrie via Zara. Carrie, welcome to Madame Perry Salon. Come on in and sit down. Well, thank you. Thank you very much. And, uh, <clears throat> it's good to be here. I'm glad to have you here. I hope you found a nice oh, it's good to be with you. sit on. There's a little little dim here, and I know it's Moroccan design, but it's all right. Um, yeah, this is your first time here in the Genie Bottle, and we're so glad to have you. I want you to feel comfortable, so if you need anything, let us know. Um, Carrie, congratulations on Okay, all right, I'll send somebody <laughs> no, I'm out for it. Teasing. I'm um, just <laughs> No, sometimes I have a guy here that serves drinks, and uh, he's not in here now. He's he's probably at the bar cart by now anyway. Uh, I, but he, I uh, think I, I best yeah. keep my wits about me. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, congratulations on your newest book, Caitlin's Morgue. And it's uh, your first book with... Uh, to be put out by Glass Spider Publishing, as I understand. Yeah, is that correct? Yeah, that's correct. Yeah, that's correct. Although uh, um, the, the folks at uh, Glass Spider and I have been talking about other other works that we might uh, collaborate on as well. Sweet. I like that. Uh, Vince Scott, of course, the owner of Glass Spider Publishing, quite a guy. And um, Yeah, he gets my vote, definitely. Just, I, I like working with Vince. 
Oh, yeah, we've had many long conversations. And also, like you and I, he is a dog lover, so that's even better. Right. Uh, <laughs> I, think, I think actually it's his wife that's really the uh, the quintessential dog lover. I think he goes along for the ride, but um, I think he's, you know, I think he enjoys the dogs as well, but uh, I think she's a real impetus. <clears throat> <laughs> okay. Well, that's good enough. Well, hey, let's talk about Caitlin's Mooring. Uh, it was just published. It's still fresh out the box. In fact, I even saw, I think on Twitter and on your Facebook author page, where you uh, had the um, the reveal, opening the box, and uh, it's got a great cover. Yep. Thank you. Yeah. And I so, can't take credit for the cover. Tell us. Um, we have a. I have a, a cover designer. A um, woman by the name of Judith out of Barcelona, Spain, actually. Um, it's a long story how we met, but I won't, I won't bore anybody with it. But um, she and I have uh, – this actually the second cover she's she's done for me. She did the cover for uh, the last novel before this, uh, The Lottery Curse, um, as well. So um, uh, she's, one, again, a wonderful person to work with. Um, and, uh, and since she's fluent in English, it makes it very easy for me to, you know, to uh, correspond with her. All right. So you went to Barcelona. How fantastic. How international. Uh, yeah. <laughs> which is good. You've already got I'm just softening I'm just softening her up. Yeah, I'm just softening her up, Jennifer, so that when I want to go to Barcelona I got some place to stay. That's really the that's really my motive here. <laughs> fantastic. Okay. Well, well, I didn't know that listen, yet, so don't spread it around. Us, hey, your secret's safe with me. Okay. Yeah. And uh and 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 anybody listening, this is a pretty legit group. They won't tell anything they should. They won't talk out of school. But you know. <laughs> after all, most of my listeners, you know, they always break down where my listeners come from. Most of it's the US and Canada, and they tell me who the top 5 group of listeners. And then going down from that, it's usually um uh the UK and uh-huh. uh, Japan. And Kazakhstan. Well, those yeah. are some interesting countries to put in the mix. I know. So, yeah. <laughs> so that'll uh, I'm sure that'll there's a story a behind that. I wish I knew what it was, too. <laughs> I know. <laughs> All I know is that, well, you know, my husband's in satellite communications, and, you know, most and he's, of course, everybody in that business that's been in it knows everybody else in the business, and most of the launches are done from Kazakhstan. So <laughs> maybe that's it. I, I don't know. But let's Very do, uh, let's tell, you, tell me what this book is about. Tell me who is Caitlin. Uh, Caitlin oh, sure. Horn, Caitlin. tell us who she is. Uh, yeah, I, the, the title. Um, once you read the book, you'll or even part of it, I think you you would um, readily understand that there's double entendre at work here. Um, Caitlin is a 20 year old woman uh, currently, <clears throat> when the book opens, currently um, a student at uh, Boston University, not uh, too far from where I live, actually. And um, she. Uh, she, she, she makes she makes some questionable decisions, um, and then she gets a phone call from her grandfather um, with some very serious news, and that's how the the story begins. And she then very rapidly has to move into um, coping mode and dealing with 
uh, something that she has precipitated and then something that the external that happened in Maine um, where her family is from, where she's from, a um, little place called uh, Owl's, Owl's Cove. Um, Owl's Head, sorry. <laughs> it's, it is a cove. Mm. And uh, it's near Rockland, Bay, uh, for those of you who are familiar with the Maine coast. And that's that's essentially how the story begins. There's, there's um, I don't know how much to give away here, uh, Jennifer. I'll I'll let you you know guide well, me. Well, I'll tell you that. what. Before we give away more, I want to say if you want to talk to Carrie tonight, uh, talk about his new book, his old books, or just say congratulations. The number is six four six seven one six nine nine two two. That's six four six seven one six nine nine. Two two is a toll-free call in the continental U.S. And Carrie, we already have a caller. Welcome. Let's, let me let me get them in this. Welcome to Madam Perry Salon. Thanks for calling and uh, say hello to Carrie Azara. Hello. And tell us who you are. Uh, Jennifer, I can't hear the hello? person, whoever it is. Yeah, I can't either. Uh, maybe they've got on hold or maybe they don't. So you're calling yeah, from the 818 muted. area code? Yeah. Are they still yeah, muted, perhaps? I can't. No, no, I've just taken them off of mute, but that's a good question mm-hmm. to ask. Um, I took them off of mute, so they should be able to hear if they can still hear me. Can, um, anyway, if you're, if you're the caller from 818 area code, uh, you're on the air. Come on and say hello. We're happy to have you here. Or if you just got a little stage fright, sometimes people call because they can call and listen to the podcast on their phones, but the uh-huh. phone number comes up in the callers list. They just want to listen, but you know, some people are a little shy on on the radio, well, so they you just know, want to listen. A, a, a so, question. thank you for listening. And if you want to say something to Carrie, please say hello to us, I, and, and we're happy to have you here. So, anyways, you know, recently seven one six nine nine. To, to, to talk to Carrie. So, okay, so go tell us more about the book. Well, recently, as, uh, about as you Caitlin, know. Caitlin, how did you come up with the character? Is she, is, is she based on someone that you already know? Um, she, no, she is not based on someone I know per se. Um, just, you know, um, an imaginary character. However, uh, and I get asked this quite a bit, and, and I've been walking around town talking to people about the, the book launch we're having on, on Saturday, um, it's a book signing at one of the independent bookstores here, as you know. And, and um, you know, so as I'm talking with po- folks about, you know, the event and um, and asking some of the retailers around town to put up a poster, you know, to, to announce the event, um, people are asking, well, you know, is there any of the, is this a true story? Is there anything about this story that, you know, um, is, is true? And the answer is yes. Um, uh, a few, well, now a few years back, I guess, um, Close, close to maybe four, I was up in Maine myself and going to a conference with other authors, um, uh, doing a little teaching on on, um, on some marketing strategies they might use. And anyway, make a long story short, uh, at lunch I met this young woman who talked about her son and his great-grandfather. Apparently it was a gap of two generations, um, and that gap – and the fact that that he and his great grandson bonded together—that was the male model that that this young man had. Um, and she talked a little bit about how wonderful that was, and and how the, how you know interesting the relationship was, and how 
how strong it was. And, and that really impressed me, and, and, and it kind of just, you know, stayed with me. And I didn't do anything about it uh, for, you know, probably months. And, but it incubated. And, um, and I, using that little sort of core of truth in terms of the real story, that's how I, how I developed the, uh, the novel. Oh, okay, yeah. So that's why, you know, and I know reading it, it just really gives a ring of truth to the character and the situation, and I see why. Um, yeah. Well, yeah, and I didn't and, know how, how she and her family had this gap, so I had to make, I had to, you know, invent that. And as any good fiction writer does, that's part of the fun, right? Um, and it actually is fun. I was talking to someone today via email. We were having a email conversation. And um, and I was saying, you know, I've got the best job in the world because all I do is work from home, and I I spend the whole day making stuff up. And person um, thought that was pretty funny, um, but it's true. You know, I mean, how many people have the job where they get to go into the, their office, which, by the way, is just a walk down my flight one flight of steps for me. Um, and um, and then uh, yeah, I did this for this short commute. Um, and then you know you get to sit down and just you know, as I said, make stuff up all day. You know, um, no, I mean of course you search. You know, you got to you know go out there and, and make sure things are have some authenticity to them. Um, but you know, you make up characters, you make up the dialogue, you make up you know whatever else. Yeah, dialogue. Now, you you know, I I don't write. I write what I hope are humorous essays. They'll either make you laugh or they might help cure you of that pesky insomnia if you have it. But I, <laughs> I've tried to give a shot at fiction. I'm just not very good at it. But how do you, how do you create the dialogue the way that you do, Carrie? That makes it sound authentic. And you know, I've told you. For clients, as a publicist, I can do Twitter for people and keep the comments and everything in their voice, something that they would say that would sound normal for them. Um, But those are little short bits uh, for an entire thing. I have read and heard that uh, the playwright David Mamet uh, eavesdrops on people in cafes, restaurants, wherever he is. He'll eavesdrop on conversations to get little bits to put in this place. Have you ever done anything like that? Well, not exactly. Um, but, uh, you know, I grew up in a very large extended family. Um, and I spent a lot of time to turn out uh, for, again, we could, I'll get into reasons if people want, but, but um, I spent a lot of time with my mom's other five sisters and their daughters. Um, I was the first. Uh, grandson, and, and much to my grandmother's delight, and uh, another grandson didn't come come by for many years later. So um, I was surrounded by women, and um, and I learned essentially, you know, kind of I think uh, a little bit about how women think and about how they feel, you know, how they how they deal with things through their own feelings and how they how they dialogue that. So it kind of you know it just kind of taught me. Um, because I lived it, and um, uh, not that all my characters are, you know, main, main characters are, are are women or female. In fact, in this book, uh, significant two significant characters, uh, the boy and the grandfather, obviously are are male. Um, so um, dialogue just sort of comes uh, because I've just listened a lot, you know. And I had, believe me, I had to. You know, you're sitting in a in a room with um, 
my my uh, my my generally two or three of my aunts and their daughters, uh, numbering two or three per family, and um, you know you're the only guy. You you do you do end up listening. You know, um, <laughs> just the way it was. <laughs> Pretty cool. So, uh, when did you first know that you? could create stories and characters and plots um well if you if you um if you ask my mom that question she tells tell would tell you that uh i started writing stories um in in uh, was it sixth grade i think and to prove it while after i published my first book she she pulled this story out um and said see here this is and you, and you got a b plus <laughs> you know so i guess if you take her Perspective that that it goes far pretty far pretty far back, but I and I did a lot of writing uh, professionally, you know, in in, in the, you know, professional settings and very technical stuff. I didn't really get the fiction bug until about six years ago, and that was uh, quite a circuitous uh, path to get there. Actually, I started writing uh, stories about cars um, because I was selling them on eBay. And I had learned that if you put a story with your item, um, depending on what, what item it is, you, you, you can get a lot more eyeballs on the item and, you know, increase your, mm-hmm. obviously your potential. So I did that for two or three ah. cars. And, and I did get a lot of eyeballs. I didn't sell all of those cars. Two out of three isn't bad. Um, and, um, so, and then I started writing stories about cars I wasn't selling. And one of my kids said, Dad, those are those are pretty good stories. You should you should you know should write a, a you know a, a book and put all the short stories into a book. And I said, no, I'm not doing that. So, um, <laughs> but you know the idea kind of kind of stuck with me, you know. Uh, and my kids can be you know they can be nags, you know, so they they nag me uh, in a good way. Um, and well, yeah. anyway, that's that's the you know that was the the the. the uh, Beginnings, if you will, of the first novel, uh, Uncommon Heroes and, and uh, Cars. Oh, what a fantastic story! Yes, yeah, every author, I'm sure, really has, has a story. Yeah, yeah. So, but I don't um, always have the one where the where the kids kind of nag them into going ahead <laughs> yeah. too. Well, that's the advantage of, of becoming an author after you essentially are you know thinking about retiring from your your profession, which I was at the time. Um, and oh. now, that I am, now that I am retired, um, mm. uh, so, although sometimes I, I want, am I retired? Really? It feels like I'm, I'm working for the yard, so I don't know. But, um, but I, I am enjoying it. So yeah. Fine, yeah. I don't think you're retired. Hey, if you want to talk to Carrie V. Azara about his brand new book, Caitlin's Moorings, or his, oh, and, and also, if you're anywhere near the Boston area, anywhere, this Saturday, he's got a book launch party with free pizza from one to three pizza, beverages, live music. Hey, I might even be there. I think I am going to be there. Um, tell everybody you know to come on to it and come out and see us. I've got three calls here waiting for you, Carrie, so I'm going to bring them in once, greet them, and bring, bring them in one at a time, introduce them into the genie bottle. Now I've got four. Wow. Hi, welcome to Madam Perry Salon. Hello. I'm here with Carrie Viazar. Come on in and tell us who you are. Cause it's, I, think it's, I think it's my buddy Vince, the filmmaker, a musician. Hey. How are you? Hey. Good. How are you doing? <laughs> yeah, I am 
going crazy, but a good crazy. How are you? I'm doing good. I know. I know you got the you got TV shows, you got films. I'm so proud of you. I'm so <laughs> excited. And now, and this guy, this guy here with me now, Carrie Viazar, which to do with some kind of disclosure, if I have to, he's also my new client. He's got a brand new book, and um, mm-hmm. meet Carrie. Carrie, meet sounds, him. It sounds, hi, Carrie. Oh, nice how you? How are you? Nice I'm, meeting I'm you too. Well. Yeah, nice All right. I'm, thank you. Likewise, um, I'm reading your blog line here, and um, this is a very interesting story. Looks like it would make a, a great screenplay. That's that's interesting. You say that. I, clearly, it was not written that way uh, per se. But um, mm-hmm. uh, you, know, you know, I've gotten a few reviews already. You know, uh, posted, <laughs> and uh, at least two of them um, have said the same thing. So I'm. Um, Starting to, you know, you know, as I said earlier, things incubate in my head, and that that thought is starting to incubate a little too. Yeah, this is a narrative that um, it's been done differently a few times. It, this is a very popular narrative because it's a cause and effect, butterfly effect type of a uh, spirituality to it. And when it, when it, first of all, I have five children, and I shudder to even think losing any of them at any point. But then right. there. I've heard of parents, they'll lose a child, and when a child's lost in infancy, you know, then they have another child, and they would even name that child the same name again, which uh, a lot of, you know, uh, Vedic-type religions, they guard against that, and they say you shouldn't do that, and blah, 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 and that whole nine yards. And I was remembering the pet cemetery thing all over again. So these themes have been, like, popping up around my head and around uh-huh. my idea pool, yeah. So to see this, this is like, once again, Madam Perry <laughs> reaches into her, her realms of crystal ballishness <laughs> and does this thing, and she asks Vince to step through a door, and he does, and he just walks right into something that is, you and Kenya, well, you do that. I just, I'm yeah, glad thank you, did. you. You know, Likewise. I'm a connector. Earlier, Jennifer, earlier you said something about you know that you know you felt the authenticity of the book, and I didn't wasn't going wasn't planning to share this necessarily, but um, part of the reason perhaps is that um, my mom and dad lost a child, uh, uh, my sister, um, when I was 16, when I was 16 years old. So I I know what it felt like for a parent. Mm. Um, as you know, I obviously knew what it felt like for me as a sibling, but I also, you know, got a front seat, unfortunately, for what it's like for a parent mm-hmm. to lose a child. Right. Well, I'm so sorry. Right. I'm so sorry to hear that. But you yeah. do. Likewise, my you know, we're, talking, we're talking 50 years ago, so you know, you know, um, yeah. but you know. Yeah, it doesn't matter okay. though. It's a it, it has a way. We have a way of crystallizing things, and they pop up in us. They pop up no matter what. So you can't. Something like that, you think you're suppressing it. It just, you're just, it's like whack a mole. It's going to come up somewhere else, you know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, no, all right. I don't well, know that I was truly suppressing it. I think I was really just using it, you know, in a way. I mean, it came, it came yeah. naturally. I mean, it, it, um, as I explained with how how I got to the story in the first place, and then, um, so I, you know, because there there was this two generation gap, I had to come up with a reason for that. So I did. <laughs> right. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Anyway. Okay, I've got four of the call, four of the people waiting to talk. Vince, you've got your own cushion here in in the genie bottle. You know your beloved here, so I want you to get comfortable. Yes, but um, if no, you're, if no. I don't Go know ahead. If you have do your thing. Today or not? 
Yes. I had a full day in the studio. I had I had a, just came out of a meeting, and um, I took the break okay. to call you guys. But I love running into this book. It looks very interesting, and I'll be down in Barnes and Noble. You know, it's my well, okay. What about and. Uh, you know, if what, what, you can, you know, stay in touch. Give me, uh, you know, I'm sure Jennifer can give you my email and that sort of thing. Um, no problem. I'm real have, easy to okay. find. Real easy to find. It's B L E E Z on any Google search. You'll get. Yeah. You'll get me. Okay. okay. Terrific. All right. One of our calls dropped. I hope we'll call back. It's somebody I believe calling from around Macon, Georgia. I think was the exchange. So. If you can call back, that will be great. I'm sorry you had to drop off the call. Um, but I'm going to bring in everybody else that's waiting because I also have my, um, not my doorman, but I also have my um, one of my, my bartender, actually. And uh, he will take your drink orders, and then we'll continue the conversation. So first let me bring in everybody else. I want you to say hello. Okay. And then I'll bring yeah, in uh, Duffy, my bartender, and he'll take care of everybody. Um, so... First, right here, hello, welcome to Madam Perry Salon. How you doing? Come on in and say who you and introduce yourself and say hello. Me or someone yeah. else? Me? You, you, you. Yeah. Me? Okay. Jennifer, this is your favorite feminist science fiction <gasps> scholar from New York. This is Marlene Barr. <laughs> And I, um, I wanted to call in because I really want to um, congratulate Carrie Azara on his new book, Caitlin's Mooring. I'm a literary critic, and it looks great to me, and I can't wait to go and read it. Oh, well, thank, thank you. That's you so, so, so wonderful much. to hear. I talked it about you really, last night. I had the people from I, uh, all I, I heard. Yes, I know. I heard and I listened. I'm a bit also um, not only am I a literary critic and a science fiction scholar, but I'm a very big Yenta. So of course I could not listen to my colleagues from B Cube. So I listened, and the show was great. And I've been listening to the show too, and this is this is also wonderful. Thank you. Well, thank you, thank you so much. And so Marley, I just wanted to, I, I don't yeah. know how long. Before you go, and thank you so yes. much for calling on care, and congratulate. Would you give us the name of your new book? Would you say it on the air? Yes. Um, when Trump Changed, the Feminist Science Fiction Justice League Quashes the Orange Outrage Pussy Grabber by BQ Press. <laughs> that I Yay! Yay! And um, <laughs> at least... At least at least um, Kelly Azara, unlike me, he has a normal title. Caitlin's Mooring is normal. Mine is not normal, but I'm told it's good. <laughs> it's definitely intriguing. So, listen, best go of back luck. and listen to my show with Marlene. Oh, I'm okay. sorry. Go ahead, honey. Okay, so I just, um, I just wanted to wish you all the best of luck with your new novel because there's no greater pleasure, and I'm glad I know about it, and I'm going to go read it. Thank you so much. It's really a pleasure. I'm glad that okay. you Okay. Uh, Hi again, Jennifer. I love you, you, and I'm signing off. I love you, too. No, that's okay. Bye. Thank you so much, Marlene. Bye. Okay, bye. <laughs> Good luck. Bye. Bye. What a, what a fun person. Don't we sound just alike, Marlene and I? Yeah, there, there's some similarity, okay. yeah. yeah. Well, you're both very fun. You know, you're both very lively I and, and she... energetic. Yeah. <laughs> I love her. She's 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 an academic, but she's a fun academic. So I just adore her. Well, I'm going to go ahead and bring in a couple of more people now that have been waiting on the line, and then sure. seven, the uh, person from uh, Middle Georgia is also called back. So uh, let me get these people in just one at a time. All right, from the seven one seven 
area code region, come on in. Welcome to Madam Perry's Salon. Um, it was Carrie Azara and my friend Vincent Levy and uh, Bryant. And so come on in and tell us who you are. Well, hi, Madam Perry. This is uh, William Hur. We spoke uh, earlier one time, didn't we? Oh, my gosh, yes, William Hur, the author. I was talking about you to my neighbor the other night. Uh, uh, I, I heard my ears were itching, and I just thought, thought I ought to stop by. And plus, you invited me to come by. And uh, Carrie, congratulations on your new book. Uh, <clears throat> I'm uh, looking forward to reading it, and I'll drop you a review, of course. Uh, but well, uh, what, I was really in, what I was uh, really interested in is uh, reading, uh, reading some background on you. Is that you do uh, you do um, uh, dog rescue, don't you? Well, you've been known to rescue a dog or two, yes. Yeah, I, I, my wife and I do the same thing. I uh, just, uh, I just wanted to hear a little bit more about that. Uh, my wife and I, we rescue bully breeds, uh, rehabilitate them, give them a job, and uh, they're just happy as clams. And uh, I just, uh, I'd love to hear more about your rehabilitation. And uh, oh, and by the way, Madam Perry, um, I am, yeah. not, I am very, I am very far afield right now. In fact, if I were to somehow trip and fall off of the little town that I am sitting in right now, I would achieve terminal velocity before I landed on your house. <laughs> what? <laughs> I, am, I am as far up in the Rockies as it is possible to get. So there you go. Wow. I'm not in Pennsylvania today. <clears throat> so well, anyway. Wrong, well, thank you for, for dropping in and tell your wife we said hello too. I will. She's sitting right here. But I would love to hear more about your uh, the, the dog rescuing that you do. And uh, as I said, I'm looking forward to reading your book, and I'll drop you a review. Well, thank you very much. Well, and thank you so much. Um, and since you're here, just, before, you, before you go, William, please give us the name of your new book, too, because Madam Perry's all about connecting people. <laughs> okay. My newest uh, book, uh, due out in October, is 530 Return. It's about the confluence of addiction and corruption in a noir, uh, noir futuristic setting. Uh, the, uh, and, of course, uh, still, uh, still pushing our way forward with a feature film screenplay that, uh, that I have under option and uh, looks like hopefully within the next year or two we'll actually get produced. That's great. Congratulations. Oh, thank you very much, Gary. Um, are you going to stick around for a minute? Uh, you know what? I'm going to let you go because the uh, the uh, connection is really spotty here, so I'd probably drop off okay. mid-word, but I'm going to listen as long as I can while I still have connection. Hey, And maybe another time we can talk about rescue. Okay? I'm sorry. I didn't understand what you both said. Go ahead, Jennifer. I said be careful about that saying drop off, and Carrie oh, yeah. just said he'll meet <clears> you sometime and you'll talk more about rescues. <laughs> All right. Well, I'll, I'll watch that first step. It's a doozy. <laughs> have, a, have, a, have a wonderful evening. You too. All right. Thank you so much. Thank you. Love William Her. Okay, I'm going to go ahead and bring other people. Hey, this is from uh, calling from Georgia. Um, I believe this is my friend Drew. Well, hello, Madam Perry. How are you? Good. Good. Is this Drew? It is. It hey, well, I didn't welcome to Madam Perry's salon. 
Well, I haven't written a book, so I, I don't. I'm out of place. But I did want to tell Mr. Azar congratulations on his book. It sounds very interesting, and I look forward to reading it. Well, thank you very much. Thank and you. you know, if you if you read a book, then you're not in the wrong place because that's what this is about. <laughs> well, and I'm a fellow dog lover, so um, so oh. I, it doesn't surprise me that Jennifer has a dog lover on there too. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. true, true. If you know anything about me, you know that. Um, Drew, if you could just sit still for a second, I'm going to bring in a few other people. If you could just kind of move down, like a little bit more room. Sure. I've got plenty of cushions in here because. I'm going to bring in everybody that's on the line, and I want to get my bartender to go get some drinks for everybody, okay? So um, let me get, let's see, let me bring the bartender in because he's been waiting for 14 minutes, and uh, he's got a job to do. Duffy Odom. Hello. Hello there. Hey, Duffy Odom. Duffy, you, you, think you are, you are you the think man. You think you sound like a New speech. York Jew? <laughs> we get that up. <laughs> I don't know. I don't see Who, the connection me? there. Do you? And how could you not Alrighty. remember the? How could you not remember the title of her book? It's, it's uh, the title is Say Trump, a uh, super superhero lady, and going. I don't know. I'm gonna have to buy it and memorize the title. I know. I know. Uh, well, well, listen. I've got going to bring three or four people in, Duffy, but if you want to go ahead, you know, Vincent Levy Bryant's here, and I know you know him. Carrie Villazar is here, and he's celebrating his new book, uh, Caitlin's Morning, which, by the way, Duffy, if you know anybody in Boston, he's having a party this Saturday. It's really kind of Newton, I think it's called, but it's going to be free pizza, one to three, live music. I'm going to be there, and I'm going to be doing some magic tricks. Not really. And... Um, so, Duffy, if you could bring in, if you could roll in the liquor cart while I bring everybody else in, and you can make drinks like you did for the Halloween show. Okay, what's everybody having? Okay, well, let me let me bring, get, get the cart set up, get the glasses out. Hey, call okay. 475 so, area code. Basically, you're having drinks, right? I want a Texas right. margarita or a double cognac. Okay, okay. <laughs> All right. Either or, either or. We've got a cask of cognac in the basement, and I'll go get it now because I've been crazy. Awesome. I'm standing by. Get no the get the Louis one. Get the Louis one, not the not the VSOP. Get the Louis one. The Louis. The Louis one. I'll get the Louis. Let me let me let me bring in the new people. Everybody, make some room. Uh, calling from the four seven five area code. Welcome to Madam Perry Salon. Come in and introduce yourself. Hi, Madam Perry. It's Maggie Lynn Heron Heidel. How are you all there? Oh, my God. (laughs) This is the best night ever. Maggie Lynn Heron Heidel. She's got two web TV shows, maybe three by now. She's a dancer, actor, writer. I can't believe you're here. Thank you so much. I want you to meet Carrie Azara. No problem. Congratulations on your new book. Thank you. It's very nice to be with you. Thank you for calling in. No problem. I'm happy to do so. <laughs> Sounds like you guys are having a tremendous amount of fun there. Yeah. Do you want Duffy to get you a drink? He's going down. Oh, don't um, worry about what's that. What's he getting? I don't drink. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I was gonna have a big bill on this show. Okay, great. Um, let me. Uh, if you could scoot over, let me bring in somebody else from I right here in my yet. city of Atlanta, Georgia. Come on in. Hello. Come 
on in, Atlanta. Hey, Who's got the 404 Oh, Atlanta. Hello? Welcome, Atlanta. Hi. This Come on in and introduce yourself. This is who? Mm-hmm. Am I talking? Let's see. Have I got the – this is Mitch from Atlanta. How are you doing? Mitch from Atlanta. Oh, my God. Yes, this is Mitch the Musician. Yes, indeed it is. Um, I hope that you're Mitch. doing well up there in New York. Yeah, well, Mitch, we're here. Uh, we're we're in the we're inside the genie bottle. If you could just uh, find yourself a nice cushion to sit on for however long you want to stay. Uh, okay. Jeffy's going to get you uh, a drink. Good to me. Tell him what you want. Well, yes. Yeah. <laughs> and we're well, celebrating. Well, I don't drink a whole lot of alcohol. I'll I'll just take a a nice little uh, 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 Pritzker water or something like that. that All right, no that sounds good. And we're celebrating. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, we're celebrating Carrie uh, Azara's new book, Caitlin's Mooring. Absolutely. Yeah, so get something to celebrate with. We're going to toast him in just a minute. Absolutely. So Sounds get, good. Okay. Dang. Did, did, you, did you bring an instrument with you, again? No, I wasn't able to bring that. <laughs> Oh, oh, too bad. Hey, and so I'm going to bring in somebody else that's waiting here, so I'll have everybody I, in. I had my talking from the two. Oh, okay. Thanks for calling in. Calling from the 2440 area code. That's me. You? Well, you have. It's Marilyn. It's Marilyn. Who? Marilyn. It's Marilyn Opus. Marilyn. Oh my she God. Marilyn. Marilyn. How are you? This is this is yeah. this is Marilyn. This is our cosmetic lady that keeps everybody gorgeous. Mar and she's also an actor. <laughs> Marilyn. Hi, how are you? Carrie Azara. Hi, Marilyn. Congratulations. Hi. Marilyn, are you an actress, actor? I'm, I'm, I'm a performer of a lot, on a, in a lot of different ways. <laughs> okay. I do a lot of different I can, things. I can relate to that. <laughs> hey, Marilyn, Carrie uh-huh. Fletcher launched new book, um, Caitlin's uh-huh. Boring. It's not his first book it looks by any means, but his newest book. Uh, Vince, my friend Vince here does music for TV and film, so we're hooking him. And you know, Marilyn, you know I'm a connector. So uh, know. you know, get some get some actors in here. You and your husband's a professional actor too. Carrie, mm-hmm. what do you think? Am I too am I too am I getting too pushy by casting your film yet? Not at all. Go right ahead. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> Well, yeah. Is there a bartender I, is, in the is, book? Is there no? There's no bartender in the book. Sorry. That's, How about <laughs> in, in your short stories? Maybe we can. Maybe we can. Uh, yes, in my short stories. Yes, I have. Uh, well, actually, um, there's a, a bartender featured in uh, one of the three stories in the novel, The Lottery Curse, um, which basically has three novellas uh, put together in in one book. Um, uh, and in one of those stories, uh, very prominently, there is a uh, there is a bartender uh, character. Great, I'm up for that. Yeah, I think it'd be fun. I mean, putting, as, as, the, as, as the story's in. written right now, it's a, it's a man, but we can change that. That's no problem. Okay. <laughs> All right. All right. So if everybody has a drink <laughs> yet, we're going to go ahead and toast Carrie Carrie on his new book. Man. Has everybody yeah. had a drink? Carrie, I noticed in your biography you must write very fast because it, it, 
they couldn't even complete the sentence. They said you have you've done three books and it lists four. That's how, <laughs> He's got that's how more fast they that. come out. They couldn't more. even finish the couldn't finish the bio without another book coming out. <laughs> I know. I'm interested, well, in, the, right. I'm interested I, in the novella and the short stories. Did you start with I, short stories? I did. I started with short stories, and I wish you were right that I did write fast. Uh, I don't. I just uh, I, my, my strategy is to have multiple projects uh, working at the, at the same time, and then the one that um, you know uh, seems to the muse seems to be with me on that one. That's the one that gets my attention. But um, I, I'm a great believer in having multiple projects, uh, you know, in the queue, and you know, kind of rotating around. Giving some some of them a lot of attention, others maybe allowing them to uh, just incubate a little bit, and and you know the, it's like it's like farming. You know, sometimes you have to let one of the fields go foul for a while. Yeah. yeah. Go foul. Right. Well, folks, you know what? I want a T-shirt this that says "Go fallow. <laughs> this party but is your, almost your biography over. is so packed. You've got so many irons in the fire. I don't see how you. Divide up your room. Well, I've got nothing uh, better to do, you know, so <laughs> so I <Yeah>. work. <laughs> I'm working hey, on three Duffy? different books at the same time, and I I am just constantly torn. Yeah, it's, it's a juggling I've got act. To I've got to finish one of them. How do you finish? Well, I, that's what I said. At some point, you just, you know, you clamp down on one. You just say, you know, it, it just seems mm-hmm. like it's flowing for you, and you just clamp down on that one, and you, you put the other ones aside and, and just let the, you know, let let the let the brain cells incubate on that, you know, for a while, and just focus on the on one. Just, you know, you have to, I mean, at some point, you know, you know, sometimes uh, I'm sure other authors have said this, um, you almost get tired of your own work, and you need to, like, you know, uh, put it, put it. You know, give yourself a couple of weeks distance from it, and then come back to it sometime mm-hmm. uh, oh, yeah, uh, okay. in order to finish it. But, okay. but um, right. you know, ultimately, ultimately, I'm sure you'll be fine. Just focus on the one, on the one, yeah. uh, you know, project. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that's good okay. advice. Hey, guys, you know, the fine. We should have two things. Well, First of all. Anybody you know, Marilyn, anybody you know that's in the Boston area or Newton, go to New England Mobile Book Fair this Saturday from 1 to 3. It's in the Marshall Shopping Center in Newton. There's going to be pizza from Anthony's Coal Fire Pizza, beverages, live music. Um, I'll be there, and... um, it's gonna be that's gonna be Carrie's book launch. Come on that's in, you're gonna read, be there, and, and I'm gonna be there also, too. Also, if we could, uh, Carrie's gonna be there too. Yeah, and uh, and <laughs> oh, maybe wow. his dog. I hope oh. he'll bring his dog. Yeah, and so right now to end the show, because this has flown by, if uh, everyone could just take a turn and hold up your glass and give uh, Carrie uh, a toast for his book. Um, start here with. Uh, uh, Vincent? No, I think Vincent's gone. I, think I cracked my glass. Uh, Drew, Drew McCollum. You're Is gone. there a Facebook event for that that I could share on my uh, page or business yes, page? Yes. Is there a, an, oh, okay, I, yeah. great. If you could send me that, if you could send me that link and then I can share it. That'd be great. I will. I'll send it to everybody. Okay, great. Yeah, so, toasting. Toasting, good luck and uh, and 
Good book sales. <laughs> well, thank you very Yay. kindly. I appreciate that very much. Good luck with, good luck with everything, and good luck with, this, with your novel. They all, yes. yeah. Yeah. They all sound They're wonderful. I want, all right. I want to read everything. And the best of luck with uh, everything that all of you are doing. I mean, this is an amazing group of people. The, the talent here is uh, mm-hmm. quite impressive. I'm very blessed to know some of the coolest people I in the world. So. Um, okay, the next the <laughs> next host will be from, oh, shoot, who's at 475? That would be me, Maggie Lynn. <laughs> Maggie Lynn! Maggie Lynn! Is this a lot? They don't quite Who's at 404? <laughs> Your lucky number tonight is 217. Maggie Lynn's going to give her toast. I just want to say congratulations again. This book sounds absolutely wonderful. I'm going to have to get a copy of it. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate that. Uh, that's, that's very kind of you. Happy to say and that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, so we have a toast from Drew and from Maggie Lynn. And Mitch, where's your toast? I know you know how to give a good toast. Musicians always know that. Okay, I I can't hear you. I don't know if you can hear me, but I can't hear you. So what about my friend Marilyn Opitz up in uh, Maryland? I'm 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 still here. Uh, hey. Just wishing everybody good luck in all their endeavors and and uh, and it sounds like it's it sounds like it's going to be a great. Uh, a great book launch. is very excited for you. That's wonderful. Congratulations. Thank you so much. I, I really do appreciate and, that. Uh, everyone. All right. And let's see. So we have Marilyn. Mitch. Mitch. You... Um, I'm, t- I'm keep so, cutting out for some reason. but I think he's gone. All right. Everybody that was here. He was driving a big 18-wheeler when he called. Uh, Mitch, Marilyn, Duffy, Vincent, Drew, Carrie Azara. I will make sure I share all the information on where to get. Great. And... uh, and there we go, Karen. Thank you so much. Well, thank you. Thank you, everyone, for being here. Nice to be with you all. Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. 
More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.